Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gamblernet in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. All right, everybody, welcome into the Auburn Live Show, a special edition of the Auburn Live Show with the executive director of On to Victory, Auburn's primary collective, Brett Whiteside. Brett, what's up, man? How are you doing? Hey, Justin, how are you? I'm doing well, man. The season is uh, flying by. I was talking to somebody yesterday. It's like there's two games left. I mean, it's just crazy no how football season goes by sometimes. Yeah, excited about these next two uh, home games, and obviously I love the overlap with basketball getting started too. Yeah, three wins in a row. What do you think? Um, what do you think from from watching kind of a, from from afar from the outside about the the last three games? Um, kind yeah, of I mean I think right we here. all knew that this was this was going to take a little time to to build it, and, and that we weren't going to click on all cil- cylinders immediately. But I think Coach Freeze and his staff have done a great job, and you know I think that they're finally starting to kind of mesh together and. Um, I think they found a rhythm, and uh, our fan base has always been loyal and supportive, but it's nice for all of us to see, okay, we're going in the right direction. We all knew that we would, but now we're actually getting a chance to see it a little bit in year one and uh, to reach bowl eligibility already and have a chance to win seven, eight, nine ball games. It's a great feeling. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully they'll take care of business against New Mexico State, take a four-game winning streak into the Iron Bowl, and um, it should lead to a – Phenomenal atmosphere inside Jordan Hare Stadium for that for that Iron Bowl. I can't wait. Um, all right, I wanted to have you on just to sort of uh, catch people up on yeah. where on to victories at, how the collective's doing, um, and all of that all of that good stuff. I think we see all the the ads and at the games and, and everywhere, and that's popping and social media and stuff. Um, recruiting seems to be going well, so I think there's some a lot of positive thoughts about you know where OTV's at at this point. But sort of just catch people up maybe on. 
lay the land, state of the union in terms of where on to victory is at uh, at this moment? Yeah, absolutely. So we're about 16 months in. Um, started July 1st of 22. Uh, feel like we've accomplished quite a bit. We've signed uh, guaranteed cash compensation deals with over 300 Auburn student athletes from 13 sports. Uh, nine sports at Auburn received full team deal uh, offers. Um, you know, you kind of alluded to it. I think we're making a very positive impact on our student athletes, on our sports programs, in recruiting. Um, you know, I think it's important to, to kind of talk about how we're connected with that. Um, in the recruitment process, we really have nothing to do with that. Nobody from Onda Victory can talk to a recruit or their parents or anything like that. The way that we're engaged in this piece is that our coaches talk about opportunities that have been provided to the current team or what opportunities could be provided through the support of the Auburn family. And so I think that's why we're continuing to encourage people to get involved with us because that's really what our coaches are using in recruiting as they're talking to people. Um, you know, there's so many things that are going on nationally as far as what rule changes might occur, or laws that might be brought in. And we're not really sure what sustainability looks like. The number one thing that we know right now is that NIL is here to stay. And in its present form, it's going to take all of us to get involved in this um, to really make a, a positive impact in the lives of our student athletes. I've seen so many um, great examples of NIL. You know, nationally, they they talk about a lot of the negatives of NIL, but people don't really get a chance to focus on the great stories. The folks like Elijah McAllister from the football team who has a foundation of, and how he uses his NIL. Joseph Gonzalez, a baseball player who was able to both pay off student loans and bring his family in from Puerto Rico to watch him play. Uh, from a lot of our football student athletes who were able to fly their parents to California and watch them play that otherwise would not have had an opportunity to, or fly them into Auburn for that matter. Uh, so there's a lot of positives that are going on with it, and I'm just really proud and excited to be a part of it. Yeah, you mentioned some of that, um, some of those, some of those uh, stories, and you're right. You don't hear a lot about that. You hear a lot about the, 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 the national. Um, the, the big time players, the national players, you don't hear a lot about the, the, the small things that go on and how some of this NIO money helps these guys send money back to, to, to their family and just help with the small things. I think everybody can relate to just being able to take care of some of the little things in life and how much pressure that can take off of you. Um, and it's kind of cool to, to hear those stories. Um, how has On to Victory changed, uh, in the last, I don't know, year and a half in terms of, how you're growing, what you offer sure. to to people that sign up. I think a lot of people, um, man, I, I don't know what you think. I think people are still trying to understand NIL and collective still. And I don't know how, I don't know what the learning curve is on that. I don't know how quickly they'll get accustomed to it and what it is and it just be sort of the norm for them. But I think people are still, uh, curious and unsure of exactly what it is and okay if I'm involved what does that mean or what do I get out of it how have you guys evolved in the last year and a half and where do things stand now if somebody goes and signs up for on to victory now outside of them feeling like okay my money's going towards a player or a team I got that but but then like what what else happens what do I get out of it where, where do you guys sort of stand on that yeah you know I think just um just reflecting on NIL in general, it is a brand new concept, right? It's been drilled into all of our heads. You cannot 
compensate athletes. It's just you just something that you were not allowed to do. But yeah. now it's the new norm, you know, and and it and it it is an opportunity for players to earn additional income through their name, image, and likeness. I mean, the analogy that I give to so many people is look around on game day. Look how many thirty-four jerseys are walking around. Bo Jackson didn't get any money from from those. The university did, and and obviously all the suppliers of of, of all that apparel did as well. So it's it, that's how it all came to be. No one fathomed, I don't believe, no one fathomed the idea of collectives. I think they all thought that it would be those types of royalty brand deals. But you know, when competitive people get around and find an opportunity of how they can make a positive impact on their university. They get creative, and so that's how collectives were born, uh, is just a way for all the fans to get together and, and make a positive impact on the, the sports that they love. Uh, I think the, the, the biggest takeaway that we've had over the last uh, year or so is just that this is going to take everyone. We came out of the gate with a major gifts campaign and have had tremendous success with major giving. Um, and Auburn people have been very supportive giving to our campaign. It's what's allowed us to have an immediate impact in this space. You know, I think we knew that we had to be a leader in this quickly if we were going to bring our programs to levels that we needed them to be. Uh, I think uh, if our peers are going to do it, if the, if the schools that we want to beat every week within our conference and nationally – are supporting NIL at a certain level, we have to be at the same level with them. And so we, we launched the major giving campaign. It's worked really well. But I think we realize this is, again, going to take all of us to do it. Um, we began to examine our membership platform and, um, you know, just completely transparent. Our pledge at On the Victory is that at least 90% of donations go directly to the student athletes, leaving, you know, 10% overhead or less. And so everything that we do as we're making decisions, we want to ensure that as much can go to the athletes as possible. So there have not been as many tangible benefits for those who have been supporting. We examined that and we decided let's, let's change up our membership platform. So we engaged with a company who specializes in this. They've been great partners and they're providing some really unique perks. Uh, so anyone who has been a member is in the process of being rolled into the new platform. We're obviously encouraging other folks to get involved, but there's over 18,000 retailers nationwide that are going to be able to provide cash back mm-hmm. to our members. It's very unique. You know, you were talking about Starbucks and Delta and CVS and, and from a national level, but then when you look locally, Mama Goldberg's, you go to Mama Goldberg's, you get 10% cash back when you when you uh, visit one of the stores, uh, half times locally here in town, and we're trying to get a lot of our local businesses within Auburn and in this state and region to get involved as well. So that's a tangible benefit. You know, you link your card, and every time you make a purchase, you can get some cash back, and this could end up being cost neutral for a lot of folks. Uh, we changed our entry level. You can start at seventeen dollars a month, um, and there's a <clears throat> excuse me a roundup feature involved as well. So as you continue to make purchases, <clears throat> your change is rounded up uh, to support on the victory and student athletes. And then we've we've maintained uh, a lot of our other tiers. At $34 a month, you get access to War Eagle Plus. A lot of people may not be aware of what that is. It's a new platform that Auburn Athletics has launched. It's a premium content service. They have 
think the update I gave, received yesterday was about 85 unique pieces of content. It's exclusive, behind the scenes. There's a login portal that you get, and you can go on. You can see some of the, the old uh, archived footage of stuff and then new exclusive interviews. It's a really cool way of learning a little bit more behind the scenes about our team, about our players, and I think the NIL component is really unique uh, as well. So just trying to provide um, uh, more um, benefits, I guess, for the folks who are involved. We have sweepstakes and giveaways, um, obviously opportunities to engage with athletes at events that, that we're hosting. So just, again, trying to connect our fans with our student athletes. Yeah, I think the the cashback is really interesting, um, and and a, that sounds like a, a really cool partnership. Um, also, some talk maybe about um, matching from an anonymous donor. Yeah, that that's that's a, is that what I hear? Yeah, this is a, a really uh, big time uh, announcement here. So we're launching it today. Um, we've had an anonymous donor step up and say, "Hey, I will contribute up to a million dollars if we can get Auburn family to join me in that." So for every thousand members that we add between now and December 20th, you know why that's a unique date. December 20th is football early signing day. Between now and December 20th, if we can grow to 5,000 members, we'll receive a $1 million match on that. So everyone who is not yet participating that has been reluctant to jump in just yet, this is an opportunity to really double the impact that you can have on our student athletes, on our football program, on all of our programs. And I uh, just encourage everybody to jump in there. That's interesting. So for every thousand people, this anonymous donor will donate 250,000 up to a million. That's right. Uh, so right now we've got, we've got about 1,620 people who are participating with us. There's over 250,000 living alumni and over a million Auburn fans nationwide. And, um, you know, just encourage everyone to embrace this new opportunity to support. You know, if you ask any of our coaches, any of our athletics administrators, university administration, what's the number one area that's making such an impact in our sports right now in our athletics department? The NIL. And I know it's got to be a struggle for our university because that is also the one area they cannot make a direct impact. And I think if the university could could change up the model and, and go into a different way of supporting our student athletes through NIL, they would absolutely do it. But that doesn't exist yet. Um, and so, yeah, you have an opportunity to be a million-dollar game changer by joining us between now and December 20th. That's huge. Um, How has your relationship been with, with the university? You mentioned them. Um, in ter- I remember talking to John Cohen shortly after he, he got the job, and we talked a little bit about NIL, and he talked about how people are going to, maybe face a decision. Do I give to the university? Do I give to NIL? Mm-hmm. But you guys obviously have a partnership. You're partnering with Where Eagle Plus and you're, you have a close partnership with the university. How has it been sort of working with them, trying to get people on board with you and working with John Cohen? I'm sure they're trying to get gifts for the university. So it's like, mm-hmm. we're all in this together, but you have your own mm-hmm. agendas. How does how that sort of mesh together? Well, I think it really, it all starts with leadership. Um, both, within On to Victory and at um, the university. So our board of directors founded this collective on the principle that they would never benefit financially. They would um, do all of this for their love of Auburn. 
And so I think Auburn understands that, you know, our seven board of directors are doing everything they can to be properly aligned, to be compliant with the rules. And I think that they understand that we're doing this the right way. So that helps the partnership. But alignment is key. Every member of our Auburn Board of Trustees have supported us through the campaign. You know, our, our president, Roberts, has been very supportive and attended some of our events. You mentioned it, John Cohen, athletics administrators. To the level they're allowed by rules and laws, they have been very supportive of us. We chose to become an official partner through Playfly and Auburn Sports Properties. That allows us to have additional alignment, to be able to use facilities, to be able to use the Auburn uh, brands and, and marks. So I think that um, just doing things the right way, that letting them feel comfortable with the way that we're trying to support our student athletes is what's created this alignment. That's awesome to hear. Um, how how's it been working with, with all the coaches? What do you, what do you hear from Hugh Freeze and Bruce Pearl and so on in terms of how you can help them, what they're concerned about, um, you know, just sort of what's the relationship like and what are good things you hear from them and what are concerns in the space in general you hear from them just so people kind of understand, um, maybe what they deal with or maybe some of their perspective. Yeah, I think this is a really tough time to be a coach in, in collegiate athletics. There's so many things that are changing right now. Obviously, NIL is the number one topic among the team and recruits. The transfer portal is is of concern uh, because of the one-time transfer waiver to where they can be immediately eligible when they leave. So, you know, all of these things are coming together at the same time. Um, I think we have great leadership from all of our head coaches, from all of our sports. I have enjoyed – um, getting to know all of our sports head coaches and understanding how we can best support them. You know, our coaches are not allowed to cause compensation for athletes. They can't direct how an athlete would be paid, but we can kind of from a, you know, high level picture understand how they think their teams can be best supported. Um, I think our coaches, it sounds like they do a good job of navigating this within the locker room. You know, you're talking about 18 to 22 year old kids who were, who were, um, you know, some are receiving uh, NIL deals and some are not. Some are getting more than others. We, we try to eliminate those types of issues by offering full team deals and trying to show support to everyone that we can. But at the end of the day, it's just about uh, the struggles that they're facing in recruitment. And I think that to be able to point to a collective that is strong and that's supporting at a really high level uh, hopefully that's something that, that can alleviate some of the stress that they have. You know, that's what we would like to do. We'd like to be, um, you know, stewards for them and try to support at the highest level possible. I think as you're seeing all of these coaching changes that are going on, candidates are going to be looking and saying, how well uh, are you supporting your student athletes through name, image, and likeness? I said this about this time last year. I think it's probably what made this an attractive job for a lot of coaches and, and an athletics director is, you know, the Auburn family has always been supportive um, of Auburn and Auburn athletics, and now they are through name, image, and likeness as well. So I think it's what separates us as a program that can win a championship, that has won championships, and uh, now this is just a different way of, of uh, working through those goals. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, some of the things that we hear from, from you know, on, on our message board and, and from our subscribers is they... I think they see or hear about some of the major boosters and the major giving and stuff that's going on. And I think sometimes they're hesitant to get involved. They think maybe, well, it's, I mean, I think it's somewhat natural, right? Some, if you think somebody else is doing it, well, why do you need me kind of thing? Like for getting recruits, what, what's kind of your, what's kind of your pitch to them that say, well, I hear you've got these donors and these boosters. Why do you need my $20? Maybe I'll sit back and just see. But I mean, I would I would tell them the landscape. You talk about Texas and Oklahoma coming into the SEC, and I talked about this on our podcast yesterday. The SEC, in terms of competitiveness of recruiting, specifically football, um, is just is about to be insane. And you better, I would tell them, you better be, you better be on point. And you fortunately yeah. have a guy like Hugh Freeze that understands that and and is a good recruiter and gets that. But what would you sort of say about people that are hesitant to get involved or maybe want to leave it to the big donors to get involved as as this whole world sort of changes? Hey, if it wasn't important for every person to be involved in this, then they would let you in the stadium for free. <laughs> I mean, it takes everybody, and everybody is, is obviously buying a ticket to go to a game, and we need everybody to be supportive of, of NIL as well. You know, yeah, it takes major giving. To, to make an immediate impact. But it's going to take everybody else as well. You know, I think uh, I mentioned 1,620 folks. That, that summed up to a million dollars last year. That's a major impact. Yeah. And you 5X that, $5 million, I mean, you can see how this is this can really add up and can add up quickly. Um, and so I think that this is a way for – a lot of people to make a really positive impact. Uh, I, I wish that folks would not take the stance that other people are going to have to be the ones to support this. That's not how this is going to be able to work. It's going to take all of us. Yeah, it's uh, and 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 look, Brett and I are both sitting here like we we understand the world, we understand the economy, we get all those sure. things too. And so I think everybody make make the right decision for what you got going on. Money's going out a lot of different places, but if your stance is, you know, hey, there's some big guys that will take care of that, you could be of help. If that's your only hindrance, that's you, right. could, be of, you could be of help. Um, what do you sort of – are you um, – are you – you said 1,600 um, people that are involved. You happy with that? You, you, you know, I know every collective probably keeps their numbers too close to the vest. You don't know exactly where everybody's at, but um, how do you think it's gone are you, expectations? Because I mean, everybody everybody went into this thing with 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 a lot of unknown. Like I don't know exactly how this is going to work or how many people are going to jump on board. Yeah, let me let me start by saying extremely appreciative of the folks who have participated so far. We would not be where we're at today without everyone who has participated. You know, there is not a lot of transparent reporting on how many people are involved at other schools. You know, I think at one point Ole Miss boasted 5,000 people were participating in their monthly membership. 
right? So if we're at 1620 and Ole Miss is at 5,000, you know, that should be our goal is to exceed that number. Um, but I think that you are seeing a lot of collectives either start or expand their membership program. And that should speak volumes. You know, whether it's at Alabama, Ole Miss, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma, if you look around at some of the key players right now, they're all looking to expand their membership platforms. So that just goes to show you that all of the NIL collectives out there are seeing the need to get a lot of people involved in it to really make a, a big impact. Um, one of the other questions that we get asked is transparency in terms of where the money goes. Mm-hmm. Is that is that a thing that you guys will ever do? Is that a thing that you're even allowed to do in terms of people that give and they want to go, hey, is there something I can see that shows where all this money is going, whether it's up just in general to a team or whatever that might be? Because we've had people point to where's it going. Of course, we point them back to and say, hey, you know, the pledge is 90% goes, you know, out the door to athletes and, and people like that. But is that something you guys will will do, can do? You know, I think that, that to protect the privacy of our athletes, it's not appropriate to, to provide that type of reporting. You know, I think that the way that we've structured our organization and with the leadership that we have on our board, people can rest assured that it's being done the right way. Uh, you know, we go through our financial statements and, and we provide, you know, that information within our governing body. Um, university does receive our contracts. They're aware of it as well. And so I think that people can be rest assured that we are supporting the right way. We're doing things the right way, even if we're not releasing a document telling you how much athletes are receiving. Sure. Um, you know, but you can know that if you earmark it to a sport, it's going to go to that sport. You know, we're providing fair, fair ways of placing valuations on athletes and, and we're distributing it in a fair way that is uh, being done compliantly. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's just something we get and I thought it was interesting. Um, all right, so you got a month, a little over a month to sign up to take advantage of the anonymous donor matching. Um, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty awesome, awesome deal. Um, talk a little bit about, football recruiting from your perspective, <clears throat> I think that sort of dominates. I mean, that's the, sure. the collection collective and football recruiting because we know college football uh, makes, makes you know, obviously the majority of the money for these universities and athletic departments. What have you seen in terms of how On to Victory has helped Hugh Freeze in Auburn football recruiting? Obviously, you, you know, you can't get into specifics, but yeah. in general, as much as you can, what are some of the, the the things that you've seen that have made you uh, made you happy and encouraged about what yeah. on Victory's doing? Well, I think that it's apparent to everyone that Coach Freeze is a relentless recruiter. Does a great job. He makes it a priority for his staff. Um, you know, they're on the phones with athletes. They're they're meeting with them in person. I saw where he talked about how he was recruiting all the way up until the, the final few minutes before kickoff. And I think that's what it's going to take. I think that that's what you have to do as you're coming into a program and rebuilding a roster. You've got to, to bring in the right fits, the right uh, players for what you're trying to do. It's no knock on our current team, um, but you've got to kind of build it the way that, that you'd like to see it done. 
there's more opportunities now through the transfer portal uh, than there were previously. There's more opportunities now that there's not a limit of bringing in 25 athletes. Um, but I think they've done they've done it the right way too. You know, I disagree with the concept of building a team through the transfer portal. I think Coach Freeze is doing it the right way, building a team through freshmen and then complementing it um, in the transfer portal. You know, I don't think that anyone should have an expectation that you're going to win a national championship in year one or year two. You should give him time to allow freshmen to come in and be developed and, and to grow it the right way in a sustainable culture. You know, we, we don't want this to peak and then and then fall off. So I've been very encouraged with what I've seen from them. I can tell you they have a 0% chance of signing that class without NIL. And that's no knock on them because, again, I think they're phenomenal recruiters. But I know that name, image, and likeness is coming up in all the conversations. And they're wanting to know the level of support that they can receive when they're here. And our coaches, again, they provide fact-based information. They talk about the deals that some of the current teams are receiving, um, what their potential uh, valuation range could be based off of fact-based information. Um, so we're we're happy to be a part of that. Um, you know, they get all of the um, all of the success comes become because of their efforts. But I think this allows the Auburn family to see how this is a way to be really connected to the team and to see how their participation is helping both in recruiting and on the field. Um, that was you know obviously all about football. We just had a signing day for a lot of our other sports. And I think this has become a part of all of our other sports, men's basketball, men's and women's golf, softball. A lot of these programs just went through a signing day, and I know that NIL um, had something to do with, with each of those as well. All right, let's end on this. I know you can't predict the future, um, and there's just there's a lot of things going on, and we won't get into legislation and, and trying to predict what what's going to happen there. Um, but I don't know, in the next couple of years, let's say, um, as the SEC changes, as the college football landscape changes and, and college athletics change, where do you kind of see collectives going? Do you think it's going to sort of be where it's at now for, for a few years? And then at some point there will be some kind of shift, some kind of change. Maybe they get engulfed into the universities or something down the road. But let's say for the next five years, <clears throat> what do you, where do you sort of see collectives going and being and the impact that they're going to make? and how do you sort of yeah. see You know, I think number one is from what I've seen from John Cohen as an athletics director, he's very in tune with what's going on in the college landscape and is working really closely with our other athletics directors and our commissioner on creating a sustainable model. And so we can rest assured knowing that, you know, our athletics director recognizes that we cannot continue down this current path. Um, for, for years and years, and they will come up with a good solution. What that is is yet to be determined, whether it comes through a federal bill or through the court system, whether it becomes revenue sharing, employment, or NIL through the university. You know, all those are possibilities, and we'll see. From on to victory's perspective, we're here to fit where needed. If collectives are dissolved and it's moved internally, we'll gladly pass over the keys and step aside and let the university handle it. If they need our entity to continue to be involved in some capacity, we're here to serve in that role. 
Um, I, I truly see on the victory as a steward to the university to support student athletes in names and likeness when no one else can. And so I think that's our position. You just tell us what the rules are because they are ever changing. And I can tell you it is very frustrating on our end to accept, to work as a, as an outside entity, but also to follow all of these internal rules as well. Um, but that's what our role is. And to be a great part of the university, we will abide by those and we'll pivot when needed. Um, so I, I don't know what the future holds. I just know that we'll be here to support the university in whatever way they, they need us to. And I didn't even ask you sort of um, how it's been for you coming yeah. back to Auburn, uh, Missouri, by the way, having a great year. Um, place that you were really involved with, but how has it been for you personally coming back um, to a place? You know, Auburn's home, Auburn's home for for Natalie and myself, and our little boy Davis was born here. Uh, We have our second coming, so this is where we want to raise our family. Um, This is these are the people we want to be around. I love going to the volleyball matches and you know all the other sporting events. It's just how we want to to spend the rest of my career. And so excited about those opportunities. But, you know, I'm still a competitive person motivated by championships. And I've said this to you before, my championship championship rings are sitting beside me as a everyday knowing that the work that we do it on the victory is is going to, to result in championships. And, um, you know, we're aligned with our coaches and doing everything we can to support them through name, image, and likeness so that they can perform on the field or court. That's awesome. All right. On the victory.com. On the victory.com. Hop on there. You'll see all the different ways that, that you can support and participate. You can see where we stand. We have a unique uh, new uh, sliding scale bar so you can see when we hit these milestones, right. unlocking each of these $250,000 matches. So, really excited about that. And um, as always, we're available. Uh, to answer questions, we have a website with some frequently asked questions to where people can try to learn a little bit more. But we have a, an office of interns who are here to, to answer our phones and answer questions. And our email address, info at onthevictory.com, happy to answer any questions people may have on an individual level. That's good stuff. And we'll get you back on, uh, we'll get you back on at auburnlive.com on the message board um, and, and chat with the folks sometime soon too. Um, yeah, I enjoy doing that. I mean, I think that the folks that are supporting you through Auburn Live and, and are on those message boards, I got on uh, a couple times, I think, just to answer those questions on the on the message boards. I'm happy to do that again. Yeah, we'll do it. All right, Brett, appreciate you, man. Appreciate, uh, appreciate the relationship. And, and if, if you're listening, go think about on to victory. It's 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 bigger than just it's bigger than just. Um, giving some money in Auburn lands a five star because you got that. I mean, that's part of it um, because that's the world we live in. But like, like Brett mentioned, the Elijah McAllisters and, and players like that that do really cool things that, you know, not even guys that start sometimes. There's so much um, positive impact that's happening beyond being able to to say you landed the elite kid. There's that too. Um, but uh, but there's a and lot. We have of opportunities. Stuff. We have opportunities to support it at any level that you would want to as well you know 10 of the 13 sports we've supported don't receive full scholarships Hmm. we can't tell them how to use their money but i know a lot of them are are paying their tuition with it you know so whatever your desire and and ever how you would like to support those opportunities are there 
Um, you know, last thing, too, that I want people to, to know is the services that we provide. I get a lot of those questions. You may get them on the message boards like, what are we doing to educate these players? What do they do about taxes? You know, I, I think we may be the only collective that withholds quarterly estimations and remits that to the IRS and to the state hmm. quarterly for our athletes. They're 1099 independent contractors. You know, some of them don't know what a 1099 is. They'd probably throw it in the trash if we didn't educate them on it. Um, but if they'll opt into it, we'll, we'll, uh, We'll send a check to the IRS and the Treasury for them every quarter. They don't have to worry about it come April 15th. Awesome. Um, so, you know, we're, we're doing a lot, I think, to, to be a, a good player in this space. And um, everybody can rest assured that if this is something that you're able to support, it'll be done the right way. Yeah, and you bring up a, you bring up a really good point. I, I, I think what's going on with collectives and NIL, I argue that it's a great thing uh, for, sure. for these young kids because the, the, the maturation process for these for these um, high school athletes becoming college athletes, the things they're learning now is unbelievable. I mean, it's speeding up um, their process of just getting into the world and understanding monies and things like that. And so I, I think I think there's so much really cool benefit of them taking money and, and giving it to their families. And there's just they're they're growing up quicker, but they're learning how to manage money in ways that um, a lot of us didn't when you're in high school and college. I mean, they're they're learning things that that we didn't have access to in student athletes back then didn't have access to. So I think there's a bunch of positive. If you're, if you're on the fence and you're one of those people like college kids shouldn't get paid, there's just, so, there's just a lot more to it. And I think there's, I think there's uh, a lot of really cool benefits to it. Like you mentioned. So yeah, I would encourage everybody to go be a part of it. Thank you very much, Justin. I appreciate it. You Thank you. It. Auburn anyway, there you go. Appreciate everybody joining us. AuburnLive.com. Go check it out. Auburn and uh, on to victory.com. Go check out their memberships, the new things they got going on. Um, and support them. Appreciate everybody joining us. We'll be back next time. See ya. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if you're first bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. .com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in 
West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 